consider another sermon that you can preach. There's one. You've already got one. You've got one in your pocket ready to go. It's your life. It's how you live. Let's consider another sermon that you can preach. Key point number two is your spiritual gifts are a sermon you can preach. Maybe you've never considered that before. Maybe you've never considered the fact that your spiritual giftedness is a sermon that you can preach. Did you know that God has uniquely shaped you for ministry and mission? God has uniquely created you, and he has molded you and shaped you in such a way that he wants you to use your spiritual gifts and the way that he has shaped you to preach the sermon of the gospel. Now, how do we do that? Sometimes, in fact, I noticed it this week, and I did it without explaining it, but I noticed in one of the devotions, I used the word SHAPE, and it's in all caps. And then there was never any explanation for what I meant by that, and it's partly because I've used that term so frequently that um, I might have assumed that the reader would know what it is. And so let, let's, let's think about that just for a minute. Here's where it comes from. The idea of shape, it's actually an acronym. And it, it is, it's an acronym that shows us how God has shaped us, molded us, created us for the purpose of preaching the gospel with our life, to, for using, to preach the gospel using more specifically our spiritual gifts. The S in this shape and how God shapes us is actually spiritual gifts, right? God has given every Christian, every believer, spiritual gifts. Hopefully you took time this week in the book to do the spiritual gifts inventory. And in so doing, you walked away with two or three really high, high uh, uh, indicators of what your spiritual gifts are. So the, the very first thing that the Holy Spirit does when you become a believer, when you become a follower of Christ, the Holy Spirit indwells within you, and when he indwells within you, he gives you at least one spiritual gift, at least one spiritual gift. And that spiritual gift is not for your own benefit. That spiritual gift is for the benefit of others. Well, if we have the gift of leadership, it's not so that we can... Uh, Grow the, you know, go up the corporate ladder for ourselves. If we have the gift of mercy, it's not so we can experience mercy, it's so that we can demonstrate mercy. The spiritual giftedness is not for our own benefit. The spiritual giftedness that we have is for the benefit of someone else. And as a church, collectively, we all have these different spiritual gifts, and together, when we put them all together, we function really well as the body of Christ. So God has shaped you in the sense that it begins with a spiritual gift. The H in shape stands for heart. That these are things that you're passionate about, things that you love to do, things that you enjoy. Not everybody enjoys the same things. Not everybody enjoys uh, the same things that I enjoy. Not everybody is going to enjoy those. We all have things that we're passionate about. It's where our heart beats for those things. God says he's given us those, those hearts, those passions, and in such a way that we can use our spiritual gifts and our passions together to preach a gospel, to preach a message, to preach a sermon. The A stands for abilities. The abilities, the things in our lives that, that um, God has given us natural abilities, not to be confused with a spiritual gift. For example, 
Um, if, if I'm over here dribbling a basketball, uh, my, my natural abilities to do so are limited. I can do it. I can dribble a basketball. I can shoot to the goal. But if Michael Jordan were standing over here uh, and he had the same, you know, pass the ball to him, he has a different ability than I do, right? He has a natural ability that's something different. It's not a spiritual gift. It's just a, it's just a natural ability. Well, God desires to use our spiritual gifts, our passions, our abilities, and the P stands for personality, our personality. Do you know there's no such thing as the right, as as saying, oh, that person has the right personality? We all have different personalities, different types of personalities. Some are more outgoing, some are more introverted. And sometimes we have this idea that well, the right personality for that job is someone that, you know, you have, to, you have to be an extroverted person. You have to be an introverted person. God, God uses our personality in connection with our spiritual gifts, our passion, and our abilities to do what? So, to help us to preach a message, to preach a sermon. And then the E in shape stands for experiences the experiences that we go through. And when I say experiences, I mean the good, the bad, the ugly. God uses all of it. God uses the good experiences that we've had. He uses the bad experiences we've had. He uses the ugly experiences we had. And he uses those, and all of those combined, put together, enable us to preach a message with our spiritual giftedness. Let me give you an example. In my own life, um, one of the things that I have had opportunity to do is through, through an experience several years ago, Cheryl and I went through uh, uh, miscarriages together. And as a husband, I really don't know the impact that that had on Cheryl the, the same way that she experienced it. But I do know this, that as a husband, I had a particular role. And through the years, as, other, as I hear of other people going through that same experience, I've had opportunity to sit down with the husbands and talk with them about how to minister and care for their wife in the absolute best possible way during this time of hardship that she is going through that we as husbands can't really grasp and how we can do that best. I had no idea that at the moment that I was going through it, that that experience was going to lay the foundation for me to be able to comfort others going through a similar experience. But let me suggest this. Every experience that you've gone through in life can be used to help preach a message of hope to someone else. And God desires to use our spiritual giftedness, our passions, our abilities, our personality, even our experiences, the good, the bad, the ugly, for the purpose of preaching a message of hope to other people. So when you use your spiritual gifts, you're helping the church fulfill the Great Commission. I mean, ultimately, that's what we're doing. Listen to Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, This is verses 15 and 16. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him 
who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Every spiritual gift is important. Every spiritual gift is necessary. Now you have two sermons in your, in your pocket, right? You have the life that you live as a sermon. And not only that, that if you are a follower of Christ, he has given you, the Holy Spirit has given you spiritual gifts that are going to help you preach a sermon. 